If you're an established woman in tech who is creating results and making an impact at work, so your workload and stress just keep growing, but promotions and salary bumps remain a distant dream, it's time for a change. Listen, we all know the tech industry has dramatically changed. It's time your career approach did too. You don't need cookie cutter programs or dusty advice from outdated playbooks because What works for tech bros won't work for you. You need individualized, bespoke support to build your brave career. One that reflects who you are as a woman in tech. I invite you to explore career coaching with me. Get all the details, including prices and client results at tricksteinbach.com. You can stress less work less, and earn more. You've already earned it. Let's make it happen. Hey there. Welcome to this episode. We're a couple of weeks into 2023. And so I'm going to talk today about building the brave to remain committed to the intentions and the goals and the agreements you make with yourself. So this is part of being brave, right? There's three parts, clarity, momentum, and accountability. And accountability is accountability of, for, and to yourself. There are entire podcast episodes about accountability. And this episode is let's call it like an enhancement or an expansion, a specific way you can be even more accountable to yourself. Because here's the deal. You have one wild and precious 2023. I hope, and if you listen to me, if you're my client, most certainly, you spent some time in 2022 reflecting using the evaluation framework that I teach and that I've shared on this podcast. If you're new or you don't remember or you want a refresher, it's within the momentum section of season three. You know what? We'll add the link in the show notes to make it even easier for you. So you've definitely reflected on 2022 and you've visioned into 2023. That's the clarity piece, right? Maybe you set a word of the year. You know, I I love teaching that. I, I don't have a podcast episode about it, but if you want to have a podcast episode about how I lead people through the word of the year, let me know, pop me an email. You know, or you have an intention of the year, you have a resolution, you have a goal, whatever it is. Okay. Hopefully, I believe if you're hanging out with me, you've evaluated 2022, you've reflected, and you've set intentions into 2023. Now, I choose a word of the year. That word of the year is unleash. There is a lot of unlearning that I aim to do in 2023, and I'm really, really excited about it. There's also expectations, there's obligations, there are 
relationship standards. There's all kinds of things that I want to unleash myself from as I step further and further into who I wish to be in the world. Some of my clients have chosen abundance. They've chosen worthy. They've chosen success, rest, exhilaration, right? Other clients have chosen entire phrases in English or in a language that really speaks to them. And then when I did this workshop for another organization, people have been so generous and they've shared with me their intention. For example, one woman said, in 2023, I live more fully with my voice. Another woman shared a word, didn't understand the context for the word. I wrote back and said, hey, I'm. thank you so much for letting me know. And I'm wondering, what does this mean? And she wrote back and she said, basically, I love my body and I don't do any freaking diets this year. Oh, right? Just chills up and down my body. As, as you guys know, I'm in recovery for an eating disorder. So huge props for that. And yet, in my client circle, in my email box, and all over social media, I'm already seeing and hearing, we're just a few weeks into 2023, of women who did reflect, who did envision, and are already getting distracted or forgetting or questioning themselves. And here's what I want to do. The first thing I want to do is I want to normalize that as you build your brave, you go through these waves. That's part of building your brave is that you are brave to reflect and to envision and you get impulses from without yourself or within yourself and you start to question yourself. You start to revert back And this is the moment where I highly, highly recommend you come back to the Build Your Brave framework and you take a moment to recenter and you look at your clarity, your momentum, and your accountability. Okay. My clients get a workbook to support them no matter what. They get to download it. Get to print it out as many times as they want. I just heard from a client who got the workbook late last year. She's downloaded two of the frameworks like six or seven times and just keeps doing them. So if you want that kind of support, you can become my client too. Okay. So here's the deal. This episode, I really want to offer to you three questions and then one bonus exercise for how you can continue to check in and to reset to ensure that your intention for 2023 is your lived experience and your celebration at the end of 2023. So here are the three questions. I'm going to share them with you all at once, and then I'm going to answer them myself. Question number one. What feelings do I want to spend more time in in 2023? Question number two, what do I want others to say about me when I'm not there and they are describing me to others? 
Question number three, what do I want to experience in 2023? So I highly, highly, highly recommend starting with the first question because the first question is going to help you make sure you're looking at your accountability inside yourself first, establishing that clarity, looking towards a momentum, and then going outside of yourself into what other people would be saying as they experience you. And then when you have clarity on how you want to be feeling more often and how you want other people to be describing you more often, then you start thinking about what you want to do. In our society, and I talk about this a lot, in our society, we've been trained to look at actions first. And as you build your brave, you know you have to start with the inside first, how you think, how you feel, what you believe, how you believe, etc. Okay. All right. So as I promised, I'm going to answer the questions myself. So the feelings that I want to feel more of. Now I've shared on the podcast before, I believe that the brand feelings I have had since I started my company in 2019 are confident, empowered, and brave. This year and answering this question for myself, I realized Not only am I shifting my audience because building your brave is more supportive than just for one subsection of the society. Like this, building your brave is for any type of goal you could possibly imagine. I have a whole episode about that and why and how. (laughs) Ah, so good. And so the feelings of my brand. I realized, oh my gosh, these need to shift too. And so where I am today in 2023 is brave, bold, and audacious. Those are the feelings in my company as the CEO, as the coach, I want to spend more time in brave, bold, and audacious. And for the first time ever, I realized actually... I want to be having very different experiences in my home than I do in my business and my professional space. So I spent some time like, what feelings do I want to spend more time in in 2023 at home? And that is calm, peace, and connected. I have a middle schooler, I have a third grader. I have a boy, I have a girl, I have a husband, and the calmness, that peaceful, connected feeling is what I wish to experience, what I want to spend more time in, in my personal life. So I'm sharing this to say, hey, you may be like me for the past, I'm not sure how long, at least a decade, where 
there was one unified form of feeling I wanted to have more of in that year. Or you may be like me into 2023, where there are two very distinct sets of feelings you wish to have. Both are totally fine. There is no wrong. There is no right. There's you and your 2023 and your intention, your goals. Okay. Second question. What do you want others to say about you when you are not there and they are describing you to others? So I have identified for myself I I really recommend you start holistically. Like, what do you want others, the mass others, to say about you? And then give yourself permission to look at different groups of people and what you want them to be describing to you. So I'm going to start off with my family, the people I live with in this home. I want them to say I support them. So I'm going to quote them. Ready? She supports me. She loves me. I am safe with her and I know her. In my handwriting, the no is underlined. It's underlined because I experience how frequently women are not known by their family. Women are, especially at funerals, right, are described by what they did for everyone else. I want my family to describe what makes me happy, that I love to read, that I am a passionate activist, that I am insanely, gloriously curious I want them to know me as well as say, she supports me. She loves me. I am safe with her. (sighs) Then with my friends, this was a big growth area for me in 2022. I want my friends to say, she is loving. She is clear and she is boundaried. One of the things that I've really been working on is understanding that I can't be there for everyone all the time. I've held myself to an extremely high level of devotion and availability for my closest friends that has not been helpful for any of us, any of us. And so I want my friends to say about me, she is loving, she is clear, and she is boundaried. Okay. Colleagues. I want my colleagues to say she is generous with her failures and her successes. I trust her. I want my clients to say she listens to me and she meets me where I am. She cares for me. She asks amazing questions. She gives me direct talk. And I create results because I work with her. That's what I want my clients to say about me when I'm not there. My new neighbors, because I just moved house. 
She's open. She's friendly. She is a lovely addition to our neighborhood community. My children's teachers. I want my children's teachers to say about me when I am not in the room. She supports me as a teacher. She is a safe place for conversation about her kids, positive and negative. Because man, I'm telling you, a lot of parents are not. God bless them. Anyways. (laughs) And then the last group, and I highly recommend that you play around with this group. The people who are on my not list, what I mean by that are people who I do not want in my life. People who, if they're praising me, I know I'm doing something I don't want to be doing. (laughs) So these people, for example, individuals who believe that children being massacred in their school is a totally reasonable price for quote unquote freedom. I want these people to not enjoy my presence. Okay. I want them to be saying, man, she is a pain in the ass. I hardly ever see her. And this is really concrete. And this then loops into what do I want to experience in 2022? I want to give you permission right now to live in a bubble. I live in a bubble. I don't go places where I know immigrant families are demagogued. I don't. I don't go places where women are expected to be silent. I don't go places and I don't spend time with people who hit their children and their wives. Yeah, we got to think about these things. I don't go to those places. And I also don't allow them on my social media. My block button is activated. Because these are situations and people on my not list. And I really want you to consider your not list and what you want those people to be saying about you when you are not there. It's an incredibly empowering and freeing exercise. What do you want the people on your not list to be saying about you? And I'm going to be a little more specific because I want this to be super clear. So there's a gentleman at my former employer who does not appreciate me. He does not appreciate me at all. Even though I have not worked at that employer for three years plus, when change management, when communication, when data for employee engagement comes up, he still somehow manages to mention me in small groups of people. Now, in the first year I was gone, he would actually do it in large groups of people. He would say things like, you know, oh, Nicole was such a pain in the ass. She always wanted to do more emails and more live sessions and more Q&A than anybody has time for. Oh, Nicole always came along with her data. It was very annoying. (laughs) Called me annoying a lot in German. Quite proud of it. Here's the thing. This is why I'm just going to share with you my example, but this is why you want certain people to be speaking poorly of you. This person, this gentleman has the worst or had, who knows, he may have changed, had the worst leadership trust scores in an entire global division with over 15,000 people, the worst. And so when this person would take my mouth, my name into his mouth, 
and talk about how I wanted to do more for the employees and I was so annoying with my data. Other people in that room were like, oh, she must have been good. A couple of times he even said, and then she went and like became a coach. (laughs) And a few people actually went, were reminded of me because we'd worked together or they're newer to the company, had never heard of me, but they went out and they found me and they became my clients. There are people in the world that you want to talk poorly about you. So take a moment. What do you want others to say about you? And yes, your family, your friends, your colleagues, your clients, if you have them, your neighbors, the people you volunteer with, but also the people on your not list. Okay. I think I made that clear. So number three. What do I want to experience in 2023? This is the last question, and it's the last question because this is where you start getting to your lived experience and how you will spend your energy, your time, your heart, your focus, et cetera. So in 2023, again, in no order of importance, but these are some of the things, and I'm not going to share them all because I have so many. All right, but here we go. I am doing an advanced certification in feminist coaching. I'm really, really excited. Um, I have a book buddy. I want to meet with her 12 times this year to discuss the coolest books that we're reading. Um, I want to actually read 150 books. I read a lot. It's one of the ways that I learn about neuroscience and techniques to support my clients and parenting, but also being really creative and reading lots of fiction. I love cozy. I love cozy mysteries. I love, sometimes I get really obsessed about a certain genre and a subsection of a genre. Like for example, at one point I got really obsessed about 17th and 18th century English literature that was inclusive of of the German experience. I don't know. Like I just get really excited. So I read a lot And this year, I'd like to finish 150 books. I want to support 50 women in building their brave in 2023. I am joining a new group of coaches. It's a very small, intimate community in which we support each other. And I want to attend at least 30 of those get-togethers. I am looking towards six times going to a Colorado museum. I have really missed going to museums and being exposed to new and established and old artists, history, concepts, speakers, all the things. And I've already gone to one, which is super exciting. This year, I'm going to continue to donate 2% of my revenue. I'm also really excited about going to Germany. I want to go to Croatia this year as well while we're there, as well as Italy. Um, Oh my gosh, there's just so much here. I want to go on an individual date with my kiddos at least six times this year. I just did one with my son. It was so fun. And then I did one at the end of 2022. And I just saw like how much this enhances the calm, the peace, the connectedness I have in my home. And there's a lot of other things on here that I want to experience. But this is to give you an idea 
of how you can take the feelings you want, then what you want other people to say about you, like she's my kids. I want my kids to say, she supports me. She loves me. I'm safe with her. I know her, right? So with the bold and the audacious, like I want to at least double the podcast downloads in 2023. I want to enhance my email list so that more people get to know what's going on in my business and the offers that I'm making. I've gotten a couple of messages that are like, oh, I wish I would have known. I'm like, join my email list. That's the best way to know. You know, I did this five-day free Build Your Brave Challenge. I got messages on social media and um, yeah, I got messages on social media like, oh, I wish I would have known. Join my email list. The link is in the show notes. It's in every single show note starting in Q4 2022. Join my email list. That's the best way to know what's going on. Okay. Those are the three questions to keep you going with your intention and your focus and your goals in 2023. And listen, you don't do this once. I really recommend that you do it quarterly. You don't have to use the same questions, but you really want to look at and evaluate and vision regularly. You have one wild and precious life. So how are you going to intentionally create it? Now, I did mention that there's a bonus. I'm not going to go deep into this. This is something really special and something that quite a number of my clients have experienced over the last three years. And it just shifts so much for them so quickly. And here it is. Close your eyes and ask yourself to envision you in three years. Really picture her, her hair, her eyes, her skin, her body. What is she wearing? How does she smell? How does she move? It's you in three years. And once you're finally there, like really there, you can really picture her. You can smell her. She is in your space. Then you ask her, what do I remember most? From this year? Or what do you remember most from 2023? What does 2023 mean to you? And listen, listen to who is talking to you. And then go do the questions. If you're interested in knowing more, about vision work and envisioning work, pop me an email. I'm sure I'll make a few podcast episodes about it in season four as I step into my brave, bold, and audacious brand feelings. I want to be feeling more in 2023. But hearing from you and what you want to hear about, what supports you, what questions you have, means that this podcast is an even more service for you, for your brave, and for who you want to be in the world. I'm going to say it again just because it's so important. You have one wild and precious life. Every single day, you get to decide what you want, who you want, how you want for your life. Be intentional. 
Because this world, this world really needs the bravest version of you living your brave life. Because empowered women, women who know their power and move through the world in their power, light the fire and the spirit of other women. And those women then can choose to be empowered by themselves as well. Empowered women empower women. Until next week, brave it up. Hey, before you go, if you find the brave concepts I share in this podcast useful and you want personal in-depth support to reach your brave goals, I invite you to apply for my six-month one-on-one Build Your Brave coaching package. I coach you and I teach you everything you need to know to get clear, get going, and become your brave you. Imagine you and me together for six months building your bravery so that no matter your goal, no matter where you're starting, we celebrate your results. You will stress less, you will work less, and you will earn a lot more. Go to tricksteinbach.com and schedule your consultation. Till next week, brave it up.